Hello, my name is Chase. And my name is Blakeston. Welcome to the Well Thought Out Podcast, where we do our best to have opinions that are well, well thought, thought out. out. The sun is 150 degrees. Let's get popping. It's hot as fuck in here. <laughs> that was it. Sitting on toilet. It's cold. Oh. Sitting on toilet. Yeah, yeet. Sitting on toilet. Yeah, yeet. I know you guys remember We're that gonna, one. Yep. I have no I know what he's talking about, but you never the, heard that that was a fire. No, no, no. I I I knew I knew what you were talking about, but for the viewers, explain it. I totally do. I just want them to know. That was an old that was an old virality. Yep. All right, you guys, we are here for episode three of Well Thought Out. Well I'm telling you right now, we have spent that. we have sent spent a, a little bit more time figuring out what we were gonna talk about during this episode. Not much. But I can tell bit. you probably triple the amount of time. Last time was one to two minutes, this time was like six minutes. Yeah. I mean, Desi put a lot of effort and thought. Chase and I aren't. We. I'm trying to work better on my on how I talk about myself. But I am. If I am an idiot, I'm just observing the truth. You know, I don't know what to tell people. <laughs> what he's talking about, you guys, is the the self deprecation. That's what he's referring to. He constantly calls himself an idiot and things like that. So we have two. We have two schools of thought on this, and we'll get into it. Our roommate Jamie. This man is is wise beyond his years. Either he's wise beyond his years. He's our roommate. For those of you who don't know, Jamie's our roommate. He's a professional rugby player. Either we think top he's... tier, not just some Joe Schmuck professional rugby. Oh, player, a top tier lad, literally for sure. as it gets. Yeah, and very handsome. He looks like yeah, he's Travis Kelsey. Hung like buffer. a horse too. It's incredible. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. What are the rules on our podcast? Depends on the sponsorships you want, my friend. Okay, I take it back. If you're, <laughs> if you're looking to sponsor us, disregard Please, everything I large say. Large sponsorships. Don't worry about the penis references. All right. All right. That said, um. Our roommate, Jamie, who's from Ireland, I don't know if he's actually wise or if it's the Irish accent that just really makes me have to listen it to It doesn't matter to me. Is all that ma- It doesn't matter to me. If he is or isn't, I'm listening. And he said that there is absolutely some power behind the self-deprecation and that even though we know we are joking, talking about like, yeah, don't take anything I'm saying seriously. I'm an idiot, blah, 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 this, this, that, and the third. I'm a dumb bitch. Like, because we'll say that jokingly all the time. It's true. And he said that we say it or it's true. I mean... It's a whole stick. We say it all the time, and if anything, neither of us help each other. We make it a lot worse. It, it, it's it's a, a whole stick. We do this. We I, I say, well, I'm an idiot. So I mean, and then Chase like, well, hold on, no, 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 hold no. on, and people will be like, well, and I'm like, well, hold on, hold on. He's a dumb bitch. Yeah, and then well, no, no, hold on. It's it's true. I am. It's and, a whole thing yeah. that we do. So Jamie says that there's some power, and that those words, whether we know we're joking, even though the truth, the truth of the truth, we know we're joking, are self conscious and our subliminal mind. Okay. Um, back to back back to our topic. We have technical issues. I'm telling you guys, starting a podcast in a sauna is riddled with technical difficulties to overcome. It would be very simple to just have a desk and sit down, but it would and it's two dimensional. There's a thousand people already doing that, so we're we're doing uh we're doing it this way. Anyways, like I was saying, we and it has rubbed off me. It's definitely from from Blakeston, as most well, jokes here. Yeah, that's true too. Most jokes here are from Blakeston, so this one is definitely from Blakeston. But it's a bad habit that I've picked up, which I don't even know if it's a bad habit. That remains to be seen, and we're gonna get to that. Um, but the I, self, the self, uh, the self-deprecating talk. I think, I think, Jamie says that even though we know we're joking and it's funny in the moment, it genuinely is funny to me. Yeah. That our subconscious doesn't understand that, and it feels the negative energies and picks up on the negative energies and stores the negative energies, whatever you want to call it, and it actually does affect us in a negative way by creating, speaking that universe into into creation. And then I was, I was like, okay, it might be some powers behind that. You might be right. And I was telling Steven about it. Here's the other, the opposing, there's the yin to that yang. The opposing school of thought said, Steven said, no, that's all bullshit. How does it make you feel? That's the truth of it. And it is whatever you make it. And if you're doing it and you are serious, then of course, 
that's just negative shit. But if you're not being serious and both people know you're completely joking and you guys are both laughing and having a good time, that's the truth of it. And you know like, what I think? I think... Blakeston, we're here in a podcast with you to get your thoughts on it. I think... And I, you know, I spent the whole time listening to you, so I made sure that my thoughts were well thought out. I think, <laughs> I think that um, it is a literally just like everything in the world that I've experienced so far. It is neither both sides, but also both. simultaneously but, both. Yes, I think both of them are right, but both of them are wrong. I was I've thought a lot about this since we we talked about this three or four days ago, and Jamie was saying that you know that kind of stuff puts puts that energy out there, and whatnot. I think within reason. I think that I exhibit both sides of what Stephen was saying, where it's just fun and it is purely just a good time. And then also what Jamie was saying, there's times when I'll be chatting with girls or I'll be talking to girls for a couple of weeks where I'm, we're kind of dating or whatnot. And they will literally ask me like, why do you say such negative stuff about yourself? And I think it's some sort of a defense mechanism and depending and on... And he answers them, he says, because I'm a short, dumb bitch. What yep, do you mean? <laughs> exactly. I continue. I proceed. I push forward mainly because I'm not soft. I, I'm just, I'm I power I, strong-willed. I power through the, the negative self-talk and continue to do so. And if he but, and if he repl- and if he gives a legitimate answer, that's him opening up to a girl and he yeah, can't have that. I can't have all that. So I think that it's a combination of the two. Um, I think that I do have an issue where, I, where I'll talk negatively about myself to how I deal with certain issues, but... I also find that when Chase and I do our little shtick of, of, wow, we're idiots, we're, you know, and having a good time, and it is just us having fun and whatnot. If I do something, I caught myself doing this the other day, I'll mess up, like mistype a a text or something that simple, or maybe a little more. I will literally say, I'm a fucking idiot. And and then I'm like, well, there I, I mean it a little bit. There I'm like, I obviously, like, I'm not serious, but I'm kind of like, I did something I'm not proud of, or I did something I screwed up, and then I'm just talking shit on myself. And I think there, I think Jamie has a point. And I yeah. catch, I've caught myself recently doing that a couple of times when I'm not joking at all. I'm literally just saying the words, and then I'm like, oh, well, I'm, I already didn't mean to do that. It's not a big deal, but I say that, and it probably does create some sort of negativity. I'm sure he's right on, on, on some. So that Level. joking, I mean, that is a habit you're establishing. And when you, I, I, I'm a firm believer that we are pretty much 99% of what we do is strictly out of habit. So if you get into the habit of saying things like that out loud when you are joking, and then the serious thing comes up, like you said, then you just revert back to your habit and then you actually mean it. So the meaning changes just because the habit is established. Yep. And shouts to Dr. Todd on this one. He was my middle school uh, principal. I didn't like the guy whatsoever. Nonetheless, <laughs> I was a shithead. So it was probably on me. Uh, I can guarantee you it was on you. I guarantee it was I know too. you now, and you're tremendously better than you probably were back then. And I'm still a shithead. And you still, yep. Um, there we go again with the negative now, self-talk. But that's not just a shithead, though. That's not... Observations. Any, anyways, I'll, I'm going right. to go down a rabbit hole. I am a shithead. Um, in an endearing type of way. Um, eighth grade graduation, Dr. Todd told us this parable, and this shit has stuck with me, and I'm, sh- I'm sure other people have heard this before. But it's... it's I'll, I'll, I'll try to... I'll do a, a quick summary, less than less than two-minute summary. But it completely relates to exactly what we're talking about and across the board, I think. Um, you will get to it. There was a wise man in a village who people would come through, come to throughout that village for help, guidance with their problems. Different circumstances would come up. They would uh, what's it called? consult with the old man, this old wise man, to get the help that they needed. There was a young whip, whippersnapper who thought, who, would, who tested this old man. He would, he'd like to test this old man and go get his his guidance on various topics just to see if the old man was actually as wise as everybody thought he was. And, and he, he figured out how he could put the old man to the test 
and he had his little bird in his hand, covered up in his hands, and he went to the old man, and he told the old man, got this bird in my hand, is, the, is this bird dead or alive? And he already had a plan. If the old man said the bird was alive, he was going to crush it and show him the dead bird. And if he, and if he said the bird was uh, dead, then he would just open up his hand and let the bird fly out. So he said, I'm going to trick this old man. I'm going to get this old man who's not as wise as he thinks he is. So he goes to the old man, and he told the old man, wise old man, I have a bird in my hands. Uh, is this bird dead or alive? And the old man told him, it is as you will have it be. And the little kid got punked. That's what happened. <laughs> and I think that's everything. The power behind what you're talking about, it is the power that you give it. It is whatever you make it be, that's what it's going to be. If you think, if you revert to that habit of, of self-deprecating in times that you actually do make a mistake or are feeling down, then yeah, that's some powerful shit. Whereas if you understand the context of what we're doing and the interaction that you and I have, and which is infinitely complex in itself, the relationship that you and I have established, it's banter, it's fun, it makes me feel good, it literally brings me belly laughs, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it is as we will have it be. That's a good point. I agree with everything so the Chase kid just was, said. The kid was a psychopath. He killed the bird afterwards anyway. And that doesn't even make sense. If you kill the bird, if he says it's alive, then kill the bird. He, The dude is still right, and you're just a sociopath. You just yeah. have Well, it's issues. a parable, my friend. Yeah, I have a... Yeah. I have a parable bulls upstairs. They're... Yeah. What's up? <laughs> I don't even know what you're getting at. <laughs> There's two bulls upstairs. <laughs> He's booming. Oh, no. The joke's bad. It's too hot in here is the problem, not me. I, people will tell me their name in the in the in the sauna at the YMCA. People will tell me their name, and I'll have a whole like discussion with them, and then completely forget. And I've learned it happened like ten times. So I was like, dude, in the sauna, I'm actually delirious. Yep, yep. I'm actually delirious. Yeah, and that is one of my favorite stand-ups, Eddie Murphy, delirious. That's a that's a good one. Um, what I've noticed when it comes did you to remember as a kid, I did. I'm with my dad, Eddie Murphy, <laughs> is delirious. That what about? Is that the old Eddie Murphy? Yeah, you it, cannot because he did Eddie Murphy raw and delirious, and it. I've watched it again since. It's not the same, like, funny, but it has a nostalgia for me. It is so funny. It, <laughs> it is back in the day, back in... He was, like, 21 when he filmed it, and it there's some good stuff in there. Um, but... I need to adjust. I need to be able to lean forward. All right. We're adjusting. Look at us go. All right. We're figuring this out. Comfy again. So we wanted to... What did, is there anything specific you wanted to talk about on this episode? We're doing this... This is our third episode. We're trying to think of, we're we're figuring it out with you guys. We're trying to think of themes or what to do exactly, how to situate the podcast. I want to do some uh, segments within each episode, um, which I have some ideas. But we're we're just kind of sending it and figuring it out as as we go, as we do with pretty Blake's, much everything we've ever done. Blakeson had a good idea. Yeah, for any of you, this is. Case in point practice this is your right sign. now. It, it remains to be seen if this is successful or not, but we're not worrying about that. If you're at a point where you want to do something and you're crippled by the idea of starting, you have to start. Think about the elaborate setup for this podcast, and we just did it. We have no idea if it will be successful. We have no idea what it will do, but we just did it. We stopped talking about it. We started putting our ideas and our imagination into action, and we're doing it. So Which is something that I still struggle with. Chase is about as good at sending it as... And, and sometimes sending it too hard in certain situations, um, i.e. a warehouse in Dallas, but we aren't talking about that. I, um, I'm i the opposite, whereas I like to think about things a little too much, which is just as equally a problem, if not more of a problem. Before we even walked in for this podcast for today, I said, well, let's figure out this a little more. And he's like, well, just get in there and we'll figure it out. And then that's what we're doing. I'm like, oh, yeah, it doesn't have to be. We just figure it out as we go. So, 
you know, it's a good little yin and yang we got going on here. Smart and and nice words. Do uh, something healthy. And smart and educated. There you go. Is I is I am. Blakeston is the academic. He went to school. Yeah, I have accolades. That's actually applicable. So yep. <laughs> tried to sound dumb with a different word that was similar. How do you to know academic, I tried to sound dumb? Different? How do you know that I tried that's to sound great. dumb? Just yep. That's that is how you know stuff. <laughs> yep, that's a good point. Oh, Blakeston, tell us your life story. All right, we'll do a little life story, guys. Just now, give you a background to who we are. We already talked about what wanted what we uh, what got us wanting to do the sauna and our friendship, but we'll go back way back. My life story begins, um, and, and we won't go crazy in depth, but just to give you kind of a insight, did it begin on your birthday? It um, I was birth I was birthed that day. Um, if that's what you is that what you mean? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Thank yep. you for clarifying. Yep, it's in the name for just for future reference. It's in the name. Yep. So um, anyway, so um, I was born and raised in and around Kansas City, uh, a little bit north of Kansas City, but. I've lived here my whole life. Went to high school um, a little bit north of here at a high school called Excelsior Springs. Uh, Alka-Seltzer Springs. Alka-Seltzer Springs. Uh, my mom moved around a lot when I was younger and not just from school to school, but from school district to school district um, around Kansas City. Um, and that led to, I had no social awareness of um, social cues, but I was just as rambunctious and talkative as I am now. So um, that led to me being the new kid the new short chunky kid that talked too much. And I, I was friends with all the teachers. I think they vibed with me just cause I was goofy and whatnot. You were mature time. for your age. That's one way to look at it. I think it might, now that I'm looking at it, they might've felt sorry for me, <laughs> but either way, um, I remember, <laughs> Oh God. I distinctly remember just always trying to be the class clown. Um, and I had fun, but that led to a lot of people not liking me. So, um, when I was younger, I got I got bullied and picked on uh, quite a bit. Nothing like too out of the ordinary. I didn't really get like my ass kicked or anything, but definitely I got punched in the face and I got, you know, uh, a little bit of abuse here and there, but it turned me into a man, the man I am is what I think. Um, I think a certain amount of hardships is good. So, I mean, there's some interesting So I So my mom, I think she hated me. Um, this is, is something I always go back to. She's, she's Do I lovely, laugh? Are you being serious? I think so. I'll tell. I'll tell you. Not why. hated you. I think she want. She had it in for me. I think Jesus, bro. Not like literally. I think that she loves me and and always has. But there's something about giving your kid a satchel backpack and making him play the viola in middle school at a new school that that it requires a certain amount of hatred to get there. <laughs> Honestly, what if your mom is a genius? She knew that you were that she didn't have it within herself. To give you that, so she's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna make him wear a satchel. I'm gonna make she, him play the viola. I'm gonna feed him all these fucking fat foods." Hold on, she had it within herself. She would make me go clean up dog shit if she was upset with me. She had, she had a little bit in, within herself. But she, throughout middle school uh, or elementary school, middle school, moved around a lot. I had some close friends in um, fifth grade through like eighth grade. We all, I lived in Independence, and um, I had four or five really, really close friends that we um, all lived within two, three blocks of each other. And I, for, I that is forget, so cool. I forget to give this like appreciation because yep. I didn't have any friends throughout school, um, th any other friends other than these four or five kids. And it was every day we would go hang out. We'd play smear the, yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but we called it smear the queer. Um, and uh, we had this big Samoan dude. That was, when I say big, he's big for an adult my size. He's 
lar- way larger than I am now. And I'm a large adult. I'm, I'm not small. And he's like Jamie's size, like two, he was like 280, 290 as a sixth, seventh grader. And, Jesus and it would have, we, it's a, it's a movie. It would be four of us hanging by his legs. He'd be just trotting along. But, um, so he was an absolute Clydesdale. Yeah. And anyway, throughout middle school, I, I definitely created some awesome like friendships and, and one of, one of the guys I was best friends with in middle school and stayed in touch with, I was his best man in his wedding a year or two ago. And shouts to Ross, right? Yep. Ross Tarantola shouts to you, my friend, not dressed for less. And then, uh, another, another, one of my best friends, Cameron, uh, he hit me up and I moved him for free just because I wanted to show my appreciation for his friendship throughout when I, my younger years, because I didn't have a lot of uh, close friends. And he said, literally word for word, he said, that is the nicest thing that he thinks anyone's done for him. And wow. I almost teared up on the spot. It was really cool. So that goes to show you never yeah. know how the little shit that we do is going to impact somebody for real. Yeah. For real. Yeah. So, um, on that note real quick, Blakeson, I have had several things and I know you have too, where you do something for somebody that's like, yeah, this is, of course I'm going to do this for you yeah. just to find out down the road what it meant to them. Exactly. That's some powerful shit. And that is why just to go off, branch off that real quick and I'll get back to my story is why I always put myself or not always, which you and Steven helped me with this. You're very good at putting yourself second. I, yeah. I, I do everything I can. If I can, even if it's inconvenient for me to do stuff for people especially because 90% of the time it's easier for me than whatever the person's asking. Um, whether it's moving them, which obviously I'm well-versed because I run a company and all that. So um, that always comes back to pay off the two, three, four hours of inconvenience, which isn't that big of a deal. Um, I have time to spare. It is is something that's tremendous for these people. So You get into the habit of doing things. And this is what I was, um, and especially like, for example, with moving some, because obviously over the years, that's something we've get, gotten drugged into a more times more, than I can count. Yes. It's you're like, fuck, of course I don't want to deal with this. But you get into the habit of saying yes. And as soon as you're out there, you're like, yeah, we're just here. Yep. We're doing it. It's the only shitty part is, is the very beginning of saying yes and making that commitment. Yep. As soon as you're out there and actually helping somebody and dealing with it, you're like, yeah, this is not bad. I'm glad I'm here. And then especially yep. when you get done, especially like, with our personalities, we chase and I do almost everything together. And, it, we get mad when the other one asks if we're willing to help out. Yeah, you son of a but bitch. Anyway, I was going to go put the weight equipment together. Anyways. Anyway, um, just to get back to the story, that was throughout throughout middle school. Um, high school um, turned out to be, uh, yes, I played the viola in middle school. Um, I was first chair of viola. No, Ross and I, we, we would both be first chair. We, yep, that was my best friend, and we both played the viola. So then I went to high school, and I was I moved in with my dad. And my mom... God bless her. She she definitely, I think she did her best, but definitely did not raise me to be tough. Sometimes your best is just not good enough, moms. Yep. <laughs> no, she did. She did what she could. Um, you know, she was out there figuring it out, um, but did not raise me to be tough. I luckily, I moved in with my dad and he had a, a different parenting style. Both came from a loving attempt, um, but a different parenting style. And he taught me to... Um, kind of figure it out and be and and not be so soft about things. And then as I got older, I adapted and, and figured things out. But um, in high school, I started playing sports. I started playing, well, played soccer, continued to play soccer, played some baseball. You played um, that growing up? I played soccer my whole life. Yeah. yeah. I played in, throughout middle school. My mom, I, we never, I never played on like any uh, good leagues. It was always like parks and rec. Yeah. And in fact, my mom coached me one year. Um, and she just to, to confirm, this is a woman who knows literally nothing about soccer, right? I think she knows next to nothing. Okay. Um, and Com- right adjacent to nothing. Yeah. Yeah. 
it was an age where it doesn't really matter. Go ahead. Akin to nothing. Yep. Um, akin doll to nothing. Um, K I N, my friend. Yep. Yeah, we're saying the same thing. And she, um, she coached us. And just to tell you how bad the team was, we had a kid. And a little bit about my mom. She's kind of a hippie. Um, we had a kid score a goal on us, dribbled all the way on, to the wrong side of the field, scored on us, and she cheered for him. She cheered for him. Time out. Was she just as lost in the sauce, or did she want to celebrate his accomplishment? She wanted to celebrate his accomplishment. That's kind of how she is. She's a teacher, so you know she out there supporting people, and she um, would cheer for the other team. Whenever I was growing up, uh, if they scored or did well, because she just wanted to cheer for people, and I would get mad. Now I wouldn't care, but I would get mad. I was like, what are you doing? Like, we're trying to win. Anyway, we're getting too lost in the sauce I, over here. <laughs> I appreciate Aurora's enthusiasm. Her name used to be Rachel. She changed it to Aurora, Aurora Borealis. And um, so uh, fast forward to high school. Um, Aurora Borealis, more like Aurora Borealis. <laughs> you just said the same thing. <laughs> the same exact word. Fucking boo. get to high school and I... Um, Started getting in better shape, more athletic, um, but um, and played soccer and, and baseball. Wasn't very great at baseball. I was all right, but um, and I had a blast. It was very fun. And then um, soccer, um, I got pretty good at soccer. I, again, I wasn't um, incredibly good, but I was good enough to go play at junior college for two years and then play at a, a NAIA school in Kansas. And then I finished up my school, my co uh, collegiate um festivities in at park university which is close by in high school um the bullying really i i look back now and there was a lot it was a little more sophisticated bullying but um you know i started to where i was i was getting along with everybody i just was new to the high school my freshman year so everyone had their their friend groups they've been friends with i was always like just tagging along with the friend groups. Um, but I, there were some really cool people I met that um, went out of the way to make me feel involved and, and whatnot. And I had I, a couple guys, uh, Dalton and um, Brandon, there's a couple guys that I worked out with for a couple of years and it was really cool. Then college is where I flourished, flourished. Yeah. You were on the Applebee's flourish. Yep. I was a florist. So I, um, I continue to play college soccer um, and at Maple Woods Community College. Shouts. I, yeah, shouts that's out. My, that's my alum as well. Yep. Alumni. And I um, was all right, but I started, I learned a lot. I was never like the best athlete, but I always worked very hard. And my sophomore year, I was able to get a oh, scholarship. Wait. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just realized alumni is the person. You say that's my alma mater. That's a good point. Is that is that right? Somebody help I think me. So. I'm not a college person. By you are a you are a Maplewoods alumni. I did see I did see a sign for for Church of Laszlo on the highway, and it said th this is what three semesters of junior college sounds like, and it was an advertisement for Church of Laszlo on 96.5 The Buzz, and I always thought that was funny. So I was nice. like, yeah, that's me. This is this is what three semesters of JUCO sounds like. So um, I. Um... My in, in college, I went to school. Didn't know what I was going to go to school for until like my junior or senior year. But well, had an idea, but didn't solidify it. I went to school for fitness and wellness, and played soccer for three years. My fourth year, I was the um, assistant for my internship. I was the assistant coach at Maple Woods. I ran their strength and conditioning program. I say that loosely. I would write up some workouts, have the guys do some stuff. I know a lot more now. I would do a lot of things different, but it was a very cool experience. 
um, I learned a lot, a tremendous amount there because I was 20, I think I was 21, coaching guys at the junior college level that um, like six or seven of the guys on the team were older than me. Um, you know, so to earn that respect and, and all that, it was a, a tremendous learning experience for me and very cool. That does seem very cool. Yeah. So after college, uh, I was working, I was a personal trainer at the YMCA and I was living through with some roommates and whatnot. I lived with all, I moved out when I was 18. So I lived with all sorts of people throughout college. Um, two of my best friends, Dan, Daniel Jackson, shouts out and uh, Tim Kloster. Um, Dan's from England and Tim's from Germany. I played soccer with them, and then after college, lived with Tim for a little bit, ended up moving in with Chase. Um, and that's where our love story began. That's right. I met Chase and Steven, um, and then all the whole fiasco started of us working together, hanging out together, um, and then now here we are. Um, obviously, there's more to it athletic-wise, which I think is a massive part of my life. Shortly after college, I was working out, but not the same passion because I wasn't playing soccer anymore. I met Peyton Ireland who is one of my best friends. Um, we'll get him in here eventually. And he got me into powerlifting. This man is a unit. He is literally one of the strongest human beings I've ever met in my entire life. And incredibly humble and just, you wouldn't know it. He doesn't even like talking about how strong he is. Um, but he was ranked sixth or seventh in the nation at in, in the juniors category and just incredibly strong. He got me into powerlifting. So I got pretty strong. Um, and then you asked what I, what my numbers were just now. Uh, like, so they what were, were your total, like your PR, your best numbers for your squat, bench and deadlift? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Because for those of you who don't know, those are the three, uh, for the American powerlifting association. It's, uh, there's a couple different ones. There's USAPL. Uh, for the United States powerlifting association, association which is what you just thought of, you remember. I just, just remembered myself. They go off a of squat, bench and deadlift totals yep. per weight class. So what were yours? My squat was 525. Very good. My deadlift was 535 or 545. Not much better than my squat. I can't remember. Um, and then my bench was um, 355. Very good. Um, none of those I got in competition. Competition's always harder because you're cutting. I was always cutting 15 or 20 pounds. So Jesus. It'd be 15 to 20 pounds lighter than that per lift. But those were my gym lifts. So anyway, um, playing college soccer and Going into powerlifting gave me a good pedigree for um, playing rugby. And it only took probably about a year of convincing from Chase and Steven for me to start playing rugby with them, which they've been playing for a long time. And I never looked back. This, I started playing about a little over two years ago, but I was injured for the majority of my second season. So I literally only had like a season and a half of um, of rugby <laughs> And, um, and it's been awesome. It's been an incredible experience to hang out with the guys, to learn a physical sport, to pu push myself and be, t and be as tough as I can. And I remember the days you guys were Blakeston legitimately thought he was a soccer player. Yep. Who, who did I think I was? That's kind of my little story. Um, I do tell people all the time that I, I I'll joke about being bullied when I was younger and it, there were some things where it was just pretty regular. And then somewhere it was like a movie, uh, my I've told Chase this story I, in my middle school. We rode the same bus as the high school, and I remember I had this. I had my first ever phone. It was a flip phone when I was like in seventh grade, and I flipped it up, took a picture of my buddy, and there were three high school girls that thought I took a picture of them. They were telling me to delete it off your phone, and I was like, no, like I, I just took a picture of my friend. 
and they got off the bus. I just, I mean, I deserve, I had the satchel and the viola, you know, I deserved it. I, and they didn't deserve it, my friend, got off at the wrong stop to harass me. They were pulling at my satchel, grabbing the viola. And the lady that used to, um, I used to go over to her house because my mom would still be at work, the, my next door neighbor, she came out yelling at him just like a move. She's like, hey, get out here. And they scrammed off. In my head, they went three different directions. <laughs> and so, like the fucking cockroaches that they are. With that said, a lot of the me, one time I got punched in the face. And it, ma- it makes me cringe at how soft I was. Um, I didn't know what to do. It was literally just a small argument. And he was kind of a friend of mine. And he, but more of a mutual friend. And he, um, we were trying to play PlayStation on my, at my house, on my PlayStation. He tried to grab the controller. I wouldn't let him. And he punched me in the face. And then I just sat there. I did nothing about it. And I mean, I, if, for, if we're being real, that's tougher than anything. I, well, yeah, I don't know. Not in the moment. But. Yeah. And so my buddies took him out of there. Obviously the, the kid that did that, um, we've talked since and he's a good dude and he, um, you know, we're, we're friends now, but, uh, I think I learned a lot from those life lessons. I don't want to distract you, but I have to get out of here. Yep. We might as well. For those of you who don't know which, let me set the setting real quick before we take a quick, uh, quick pause. It's 150 degrees here in the sauna. We've been in here for 40 minutes, 45 minutes. And I'm literally on the verge of passing out. I was being as patient as I could, waiting for Blakeston to finish up his story. And we'll get on out of here. We'll We'll be be right right back. back. Yeah, and action. Blakeston, that is your coffee down there. That's how you live your life, my friend. So we are... I'm going to disregard what he meant by that. This is... It's nothing but lip coming from over here. This guy over here is talking that good. Uh, We brought hot coffee into a hot sauna because we're... what is the word psychopaths is that one way that you would put it unorthodox <laughs> yeah <clears throat> i haven't been to the orthodontist in a while but here i don't want to do this what's up i'm not jo- like i tell you like I, me saying it is kind of becoming a joke i don't want to do it <laughs> so chase bought me this as a gift he's uh you know we we i i have this thing where i always buy every time we're at a coffee shop i buy a shirt for me and chase pretty much always it's just me and chase because i've no, the friends, and then he, he buys shirts for me and for us. For we us. don't buy a shirt for me. Oh, and you. yeah, I buy. Yeah, and it's not just coffee shops. That just happens. Uh, it's not just coffee shops. Uh, it's really anywhere. We did it at uh, the Lake of the Ozarks. I got you a tank top. Yeah, we did the whole nine. And he bought me a cup, and I really like it. I think this is sophistication and elegance all in one. For those of you who can't see, he's got a glass coffee mug, so it's see through, but it's got gold um, rim jobs, a gold rim on top, and it's got gold lettering. It looks really good. And he told me he's sick of t-shirts. He doesn't want a t-shirt when we were at the filling station over in uh, Shawnee. Well, he- more specifically, I was I. they always don't fit the way that I want. But yes, that was my little tidbit of a life story. Uh, nothing too in-depth or crazy there. Um, really not too crazy of a life story. Just uh, grew up in a separated household and some, you know, met some cool people and lived life until I met Chase and then we started doing the whole life thing, figuring it out together. And now here we are. I like this chapter. And Blakeson, the most important thing you said, I'm not even joking. I've thought about this before. You got the kids who come up on a silver with a silver spoon and you got the kids who come up in absolutely atrocious situations. And obviously both things are bad. I truly believe in what you said about a healthy amount of adversity. If a kid has no adversity there, it's it's not setting them up for success because the the world, the adult life of figuring things out for yourself is filled with adversity. And if you've never developed the skills to 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 overcome those obstacles, you're then you just have to figure. And the consequences when you're an adult are much bigger. When you're a kid, yeah. if you develop those skills, 
to overcome little tiny things, which they feel big when you're a kid, but they're really not, don't have a huge impact, but you develop the skills. The skill set remains the same of going through emotional hardship. So then when you're an adult where the consequences actually um, matter, you have that developed of, you know, I've dealt with this shit before. I will overcome this. And you have a healthy way of thinking about things and a healthy way of, um, a healthy way of tackling different obstacles. Yep. And I think I, I truly, truly believe in a healthy amount of adversity. And when I'm raising Violet, that is one of the primary things that I think of is, yeah, of course I can't give her everything she wants, but also everything that I do for her comes from a place of love and being mindful, seriously addressing why am I doing what I'm doing with her yeah. and having a good reason? And just to branch off that a little bit, and then I want to get into some of the funny topics that we got to talk about because that's I'm excited for that. Is um, you said it's important for kids to have a, a, a certain amount of healthy adversity, or, or uh, I can't remember exactly a healthy amount of healthy, adversity, a healthy amount of adversity. I guess and type too. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, I think it's not just limited to kids. Obviously, you say kids mainly probably because they are the most um, in, malleable in it. it yep. Yeah, malleable. They're the, you know, in the best position to take something and and apply it to their lives. Whereas once people are adults, they're kind of set in their ways. And, but I think adversity is incredibly helpful for, um, for people, it, no matter what age, you know, you look at your, your business, you know, that you started and I now run, um, the amount of adversity and, and crazy things that have happened and shit that's been thrown our way and thrown your guys's way. <clears throat> um, if you didn't ever experience that, if this company was just easy, perfect, it would give you a skewed perception of how starting and running a business might be. And, and, you know, so I think all kind of adversity, even lately, you know, you've been, um, not to touch on your life specifically too much, but you've been going through a time of kind of learning about yourself and, um, you know, figuring out how to make yourself happy or, or, you know, kind of down in the dumps at, at times, which I've gone through my fair share of. And that in itself is a, a health. It gives you, I think it's given you lately, especially the past three or four days, a great perspective on your, I, I can sense your appreciation for people close in your life and, and things like that. If you're always just in operating 80%, but never really push down below that or you know then you never really feel that kind of appreciation or, or understanding of what it is to actually be in a great mood and, and all that so yeah. you know that's just something that i was thinking about earlier i want to talk on that note about um unless you have anything you want to say mm -mm. okay um about some random things i want to talk about anything and everything we're trying to figure out how to set up this podcast um, the first thing that I want to talk about is something I've seen talked about time and time again, and I want to get to the bottom of it. <clears throat> it is, it is, are there more eyes on this planet or are there more legs on this planet? I want to know. Uh, I, I easy. Cause all right. Easy. All right. I'll start. So if you easy. think it's not easy, I'll tell you why. Simple. No, <laughs> simpleton. It, it, there's more elementary there's definitely so you think about all the people like in wheelchairs right literally simple all right you think about all the people in wheelchairs but then there's some people that have lost eyes you know so then you got it could even out there in which you, camp do you live what's up in which camp do you live are you more eyes camp or are you camp more legs 
I, because eyes. He said it. Nope. Oh, that was I. Never mind. I think it's eyes. I think it's eyes, and I'll tell you why. Idiot. Oh, now we're on to something. Imbecile. I didn't know we would disagree. This is good. Okay, so I think it's eyes, and this is why. Moron. This is why, right? You look at insects. Yeah, there's insects with a lot of legs, whatever. But you look at some insects, they got eyes upon eyes upon eyes, right? Then you look at the fish. You look at the ocean. We've discovered like 5% of the ocean, right? Can you imagine how many millions and billions and quadrillions and trillions that's Let me go add up all the eyes from the 73 fish out in the sea. This more, this mother, this dude, this dude's talking about how many fish One, are in a fish tank at two, a really nice restaurant. Three. Dog, come on. Come on. The amount of, come on. Come on. Come on. How many eyes, Desi, can you look up? How many eyes does a, like a uh, housefly have? I think, I like, if you see like a zoomed up or artistic picture of a housefly, it looks like they have like a thousand eyes on each eyeball, whatever that means. Yeah, so it looks like three eyes okay they've got their left eye their right eye and their brown eye <laughs> yeah oh hold on they have what does that uh, even mean a, a, a household fly has three thousand to six thousand simple eyes okay we'll count all those individually yeah and i'm a simple guy wrong too. well okay tell me your answer and why wrong i disagree with you you simple simple man all right let's hear it this is simple maths this is quick maths quick maths you take every eye, okay. write it out in a column, one by one individually. Yeah. You take every leg, write it out one by one individually. Okay. Cross off, cancel, yeah. this for this, this for this. And then? There will be leg. more legs. Okay, that's your answer. Your answer is just right, is saying out longer <laughs> the, what the statement that, that there we're are all more getting legs. At. Okay, okay, so hear me out. All right. I think you're severely, let me get the, let me fix this microphone because this is important shit here. All right. Well, hold on. You Do are I insult you the whole time too? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Go, go. All right. You go. I was getting my, I was ahead. getting mine in. Okay. Right. <clears throat> you're a stupid bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my bad. I, I haven't right. even started yet. Okay. I jumped the gun. There are absolutely more legs than there are eyes and I'll tell you why. Think about and I've heard this and I can't remember. Maybe Wrong. Desi. <laughs> I just wanted to try it. I just wanted to try it. It feels good, doesn't yeah, it? it? It's does. funny. It's, yeah, it's exhilarating. Desi could look it up, but I have heard that they give up on trying to count how many ants there are in this world. Ants have six legs each and they measure these motherfuckers by biomass. They don't measure them by count. It's unfathomable. It's unimaginable. You know how I know this argument doesn't matter? It's indefinite. Matter. Do you know? Because he said they gave up on trying to count how many ants there are that means they tried they didn't even try that with fish they know better <laughs> they know better yeah. they don't yeah, even man, measure I just made that up too they don't even measure ants by count they don't even try to approximate the number if you will which i know you, we always do 100 percent will always we will what, we, we will do? we will it yeah we'll do we it. will yeah for sure wrong they don't <laughs> they don't even try to measure ants the quantity of ants by the number of ants. They measure ants by a term called biomass. So if so starting right there. And they say that ants... They, it looks like they estimate 20 quadrillion ants on the planet? They estimate... Yeah. They estimate... Desi... Huh? Times six. Desi... 1.2 times 10 to the 14th. Huh. Desi, look look up this one. How quick. many fish? This is, this is important because think about this. How, so they... We got to look up the amount of biomass. Uh, I, I I've heard that ants out out oh, fuck. 
Out, out. <laughs> I think. Yeah, what a fucking sim. There's 3.5 uh, trillion fish. I'm what pissed. a small, infinitesimally small, unimaginably. Fish in general? That is Are like you fucking I kidding can, me. Well, I could hold that number in my hand. It's so small compared to the number of estimated number of ants. 3.5 yeah, trillion they, fish I, compared I, to I, 20 can you imagine the quadrillion. Small, uh, like, what about what about ants. small, small like bacteria or stuff? Is that, does well, that hold count? on, hold on. Do they we have are eyes? well, the bacteria. No, hold on. So we are. We are There's gotta be small right now. We're getting into quick Google answers. That, that, listen, so the amount of the biomass of ants compared to the biomass of humans on this earth, they say there's a hundred times more of the amount of ants. And think about how many ants it would take to make the mass of one human. You're talking minimum. I have no clue. Hundred thousand, so so, somewhere okay. in the realm of a hundred thousand to a so million ants to just, make one human. Just so I can clarify, it's saying that. 100 parts to one human of the amount of ants that make up the weight of a human or yes. make up the mass of so a human. So to figure out how many ants make up the mass of a human, I'm saying anywhere from 100,000 to a million. Somewhere Say it's 100,000. Okay. So 100,000 ants at six legs. So there's a seven point. No, I'm asking what you mean by, by I'm asking what you mean by that definition, not the legs part. Ask me the question again. It, what are you saying? It. I just yes, the mass. So, so measuring biomass, there's 100 times more of the mass of ants on this earth than if you added up all the mass of humans. Yeah, okay. There's a hundred times more. Okay. So that means if there's a hundred times more by, so they're all in a big ball. Yeah, yeah. The ball of ants is a hundred times bigger than the ball of humans. I see. A hundred so, times so, more massive. Sorry, but bigger. Yeah. So if you took all the ants to fill, to make your body, there's a hundred of me of you yep. versus the one. Of, okay. okay. Right, we're on the same. Page. So think about the number of ants. That's anywhere from a hundred thousand to a million times when you look at the actual number because ants are fucking tiny times six so times anywhere from a hundred and a hundred thousand to a million again times six it's because there's six legs per ant that's how many that's, that's be, just well ants, let me do the dude. math real quick okay here he goes um quick so maths you, but that hold on but that's not even important that's and just you ants. the six stop hold one second and then you carry the six and you get it's at least 12 for sure go ahead and that's just ants. That's not all the other insects that have yeah, legs. There are other insects with legs. Fish. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of fish. I mean, but you're you're in the you're you're we're not even the same order of magnitude when we're yeah. talking trillions. You know what I think? I think just on this. Note, I think you want to change your answer. Well, hold on. I don't want to change my answer. I just want to find. I want. I like having Desi here. He's awesome. He's cool. But he whatever he looked he up. He needs agreed, to fuck off. Agreed with agreed with whatever you said. I think we should get a fourth person that only looks up stuff I want them to look up, and agrees with everything I say because yeah. I don't want the facts now. I want someone that agrees with me. What do you guys think? Are there more eyes or legs? I am. I will Based die on, just, on this hill of there are more legs in this world. What do you consider vision? What do you consider vision? So this is it. I've oh, thought about this I and I've thought even, about. I don't. Even I have. Know. I have. If you have a, if you have to have a sensor on your body that can receive light interact with light in okay. some way okay okay stop plants have been proven to see light are you effing my a right now with a specific uh, an eye is a specific you organ guys can't hear hold on Desi. time out it has to have a sorry i should reframe now that you're saying that it has to have a sp an eye because we're not saying what can see we're saying what's considered an eye that's a different question if you have an organ a specific organ that can receive light and then and and is not in is not uh what's it called when you look at the data and make a decision it's not done holistically it's done sent via message to the brain maybe not even that simple but in a specific organ that reacts to light yeah and does even, a plant have that or is it like a holistic type thing because i have seen plants if they're growing they'll they grow, grow in the direction towards the light but that yeah i mean that's just yeah 
I, that is them reacting, but that's yeah. them reacting holistically to light. Yeah. That's not them. That's not them having an organ, which we would call an eye. Yeah, yeah. I I think that that's I think that's getting too too deep into it, which is exactly what we should do. So so let's uh, keep going. So, all right, let's. Plants have what's called an ocellus, which means it is a simple eye, which is what we just talked about with flies. If we so start I think counting, I'm right. If we start counting plants, I still don't think we are even in the ballpark of the quadrilla. Dude, it was several orders of magnitude bigger just and we'll we're not talking ants. We're talking all insects. That was just plant that was just fish to ants. Think about all sea life to all Yeah. Terrestrial life. I don't even know. Non sea life. Whatever. I'm gonna start going around just chopping people's legs off and then I'm gonna make my argument work. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See, this is another one. All right. Let, so, let us know in the comments. What do you guys think? Are there more? Are there more? Are there more I, legs, or are there more eyes in this world? Is it just Earth? Just because I, uh, yeah, that's a good point. I uh, that that's beyond intellect. That it's I just Earth. Fathom. What do you guys think? I, let us know in the comments on on are there more legs or are there more eyeballs? Just so you guys know, I'm I'm changing my answer. Chase has convinced me. Now we're on to a different subject. It's similar but different. Same, same but different. I but still same. Want to know? But literally the exact same, other than the fact that it's different. I think, or I want to know, are there more windows or doors in, in on, on the planet? I've heard, I've had this question asked before, and I, even just when we were upstairs and you were talking about the legs thing, I was like, yeah, there's, I'm, you're already telling me more things than I've thought about Dude, before. The windows think, or doors makes me want to punch, it's punch so my microphone. Frustrating, man, because I, I, my initial thought is, well, hold on, my initial thought is uh, skyscrapers. There's windows everywhere. You, they're all the whole outside is windows, and then I'm like, well, fuck. Every floor probably has fucking hundreds of doors on it, right? Inside, you do the inside. I, if that, you just ask me the question, okay, keep it simple. Yeah, are there more windows or doors? Yeah, I'll say doors, hundred percent. I say windows. And I got something for your bitch ass. Fuck. I got something for your. You bitch know ass. I know I'm screwed. What? Because you're way smarter than me. That's I just know true. that to be true. That's not true. And you if didn't I think windows. My first thought is windows. You didn't miss a day of high school, my friend. Let's go. You're incredibly intellectually superior. That's a good fucking point. I, just just to start off, one, two, three, four, five. There's five windows in the sauna. How many doors? One door. Yep, bitch. You could even count You could even count that potentially. No, that's not a door. Yep. And, it, and, and I'm telling you, you right now. You guys can't hear, but Desi authentically laughed at my jokes. So. This is going to seem like cheating, but I want you to understand this is not cheating. This is my first initial reaction. When you ask the question, this is my initial reaction. It's all going to come down to semantics. Yeah. Metaphoric doors. There are an unlimited, literally an unlimited amount. I mean, obviously, if you're a god, you are omniscient. You would yeah. know. But there's an unlimited amount of doors that open up for people. Yeah. And doors that close for people. So are there more windows or doors? I don't really know of any metaphors for windows. That yeah, windows into your soul. The window into your soul. Okay. We'll count all of those metaphors. I think there are more doors... Mm, because if we allow metaphors, which I don't see maybe, why we want it, words maybe it's are just words. one door that everyone is using differently. No, because there's different doors that open. There's no way it's one door because you don't know that. It's a metaphor. It can be whatever. It's whatever I interpret it as. So you think that your manager at Chili's yeah. coming down with a I don't work there anymore, please. <laughs> your old manager at Chili's coming down with a terminal illness that left a managing a daytime manager position open at open there versus me inviting you to come work with us th those are the same door if you I'm make saying, that choice that's the no. same i'm asking you i know i'm, I'm gonna answer. are those the same door that's what i'm gonna answer right now 
I think I'm giving my time. Myself yeah, take time your time. I think whenever I'm ready to answer it is is you'll how say I'll exactly start what sentence. Yeah, you'll say exactly what you think. I think that it could be for the sake of your argument. Literally, for the sake of my argument, could be in in some facet or even form, or you know, it, depending on how it's looked at by me or even Get other people, um, that there's a potential for that the situation yeah. and exactly like what you are uh-huh. analyzing not to be like overly an, uh, an analytical is that it could be you know the, the and to you, get to it imagine like so i'm imagining like so like it's a tuesday right yep but it's after just get to it after like a holiday the holiday okay. weekend the trash didn't pick up because of the and then so like whenever you go into work well real quick real quick what's up are those the same door? Uh, they could be. You know they're not. They could be. You know what they're if, not what the if same the door. Metaphoric door? What if the metaphoric doors that are being opened, right? What if it is one? Talk. Think about like Doctor Strange. Think about the the infinite like things that we can't comprehend. What if it is one door that people are are opening or closing via metaphorically at just different times in any kind of universe or thought? It's the same door just being opened in different ways. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. Those are but words way, that you're saying, but I, and then yeah. Let's nope. get back to the the windows or doors because let's not, let's act like it's not a metaphor and then we're back to the question. I took the question as. Well, I don't care what you took it as. I'm asking a different question. Okay. So ask the question. Are there more physical windows or doors on this planet? Now we're talking. Now we're talking. We're verbalizing our words. <laughs> don't, don't say you said it even it was even more elaborate and funny yesterday instead of now we're talking it was at this point in time we are verbal verbally communicating to one another using sounds and it was i know i said and i was like wait now we're talking i said we're talking at this point in time we are verbalizing the thoughts that we are portraying but we're using our verbal consciousness in order to put those out there so the other person can receive it via the sound that reverberates off the inner ear cords that i'm just said words just now Right, I'm imagining a guitar chord that, then you're like, oh, he just said that. Okay, that's, that's a good how it one. works. And Are there you, more windows or doors, my friend? Well, back to it. You could just okay. say, now we're talking. Oh, we're talking. Now. Yeah, now yeah. we're talking. Fuck. All right. Are there more physical doors or physical windows in this world? Yeah. Windows. Does a doorway? One hundred percent. Does a doorway count as a door? It does not. Okay. So yeah, I mean, it is the unit does itself. Does a window? Is the door. Okay. Does a window count? If there's no glass in it, does it count as a window? What if that, now that's a good fucking. No, question. you can't fucking say that. No, if I'm not. I'm not if even. A doorway I'm, I'm contemplating. Okay. Don't, and I'm, I'm going to talk while you're contemplating. All right, but if don't get door- mad at me. I'm always All mad right. at you. Yeah, if a, a doorway doesn't count as a door. Well, let me think about that too. I yeah. I just when I think I, your, my initial reaction is that you were too. You jumped the gun. A I threshold. That's a threshold versus something you look through. So a window a doorway, is something you look through. A door is a threshold from one space to another. Is it though? Fuck, man. I, I do you know God, what I'm saying? I don't know. What's up? A window is. See, we, it comes back to semantics. Opening in a wall versus a door is a physical thing. See, that's what. Yeah, but okay, we can change the question. We can change the question to actual like windows from which. Because like just a hole in the wall, is not an intentional window necessarily. It's just a hole in the wall. I have read when I was oh, in. Oh no. That is fitted with glass. Okay. All right. So it's it's windows versus doors. Physical. Okay. Physical windows that are created to be a window. 
What? You just have shit that's just piled up at a warehouse. It's just, here's a stack of windows. Oh, yeah. And right over here, because we're door. in this business, business we also layout. make doors. We've yeah. got a stack of doors over but here. But we got double the windows because it makes sense because Blake's is right about his argument. stupid. It's windows. I don't have a dog in this fight. This is All right. stupid. All right, on to the Let, next hold question. On, okay, hold on, hold on. We're back to this one. I, there was a. This just reminds me because the mo, like if you do anything, if you have like a would you rather or you have a any and pretty much would you rather every and in the discussion we're having right now, and there's this idea that I learned about in philosophy in high school with Mr. Snelling. Shouts to Mr. Snelling is literally one the greatest teacher I've ever had. I he's, he's a gangster, dude. I'm like, I'll get emotional when we're thinking about this, dude. So cool. Um, well, relax, dude. I know. I'm getting worked up. How Anyways, much? I learned about, in, I think it was in philosophy, that that there was this idea that literally everything we argue about, there is only one truth in this universe. Everything we argue is semantics, which if you think about it, if you really, really get down to it, are we using, and are we using the right words? Okay, what do you mean? Because there is a right answer. Is there more doors or more yeah windows and the answer might change it, the answer will change depending on how you define what there has to be something out there where the argument no matter what there is no such thing as semantics it just is, is the, the argument yeah yeah but i see what you're saying it seems to come up a lot where it's like well hold on what are we talking about here no matter what like would you rather or it's like uh what would you want your superhero to be okay well what are we talking about here is yeah. this it this it this it you know it that all comes makes down me to think the of, words dude i was watching because if you're talking about how things are worded and like scapegoats or ways to get out of a certain thought process or whatever. Loopholes. Loopholes, if you will, you know. Yeah, of course I will. Uh, I'm going to for Jesus sure. Christ. Um, Keep on asking. Yes, I always will. What was the, I, I forgot the dude's name. Do you know, Desi, what's the guy's name that um, he mowed through a crowd of people, or not a crowd. Oh yeah, the psycho guy. Yeah, yeah, the guy that just went to court. He just went to court. The he madman. drove through a crowd of people on Christmas day, or I think it was a Christmas parade. It was a parade for and sure. Was he in Indiana? Where was he? I don't. Daryl Brooks. Yeah, Daryl Brooks. Daryl Brooks. If you guys watched that trial at all, obviously it was all over social media and whatnot. The dude is a psychopath. He's definitely crazy, but I think it it calculated to some extent. Um, it seemed like to me, and I'm no expert, that he was trying to cause some sort of a mistrial. He had no chance of getting out of it with a lawyer. Um, so he was he was his own lawyer, and he just or represented himself, and he just would constantly act as if he didn't understand what the judge was saying. He would word things in a way that was a nuisance. And the judge did a very good job, as far as I'm concerned, of constantly rewording. And it was like she was talking to a four-year-old that doesn't fully understand anything. He was intentionally being a nuisance. But that is the the semantics issue. And he almost used that to uh, to try and so that get is, off with that. Is that. Even beyond, that is even beyond this. And I think even more true, legally... Oh, everything yeah. is semantics. That's what it made me yeah, think of, though. Yeah. Is Con she... like when you're talking contracts yeah. and when you're talking written law, it is every. And I've noticed this, dude. With laws, every single thing comes down to judgment because everything will say, like for example, even reasonable. Which is cause. why she's called a judge. Yeah. What? Yeah. Everything, and that's why we have what we have. There is no he did this and he did this. There is always room for there it is nothing but gray yeah so it's so we have to have a judge to make the judgment yeah. or a judge and by it's unlike, your peers yeah and it's unlike anything because like in the real world if someone says some dumb shit to me and i i just don't want to deal with that i can just walk away i can just yeah. leave it she had to the judge had to always reword things and keep saying the same thing and whatnot no matter how many times he said i don't understand i don't and he was just being a nuisance because he could get off yep. because it's and so it's so uh, legally and in the criminal justice system and like if you read the constitution documents or the way laws are written out or if you go to the ballot and way actually, too many big long and words. you actually go to if you go to the ballot and actually read through the law 
it is fucking confusing. Yeah. And it is it is one hundred percent semantics. That's what legal is, is semantics. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. We trying to get to the content and shit. <laughs> I uh I have I did have one I wanted to I like the questions, you know, the questions that are how many like fourth graders could you fight off? You know, how many fourth we'll do graders it. could you pick a pick a grade. All right, let's do Let's start. And of course, the first thing I'm thinking of is semantics. So we'll have yeah. to get into yep. some definitions. Yeah. Well, that's exactly. Is it? Okay. So let's do. How old? How old are third graders? Third graders are eight. Eight years old. Um, I'm trying to think of eight. So my nephew Max is seven, going on eight here soon. Um, I would mess his world up. So if we're talking, obviously the semantics. I think the biggest semantics issue is. Is it a wave of them? Is it one on one? And then once you defeat the one, you get another. Is it no? What what Desi's every thirty seconds? Okay, Desi Desi's putting the rules on it. One comes out every thirty seconds. How many eight eight year olds can With you defeat? Further definitions needed. Think about a third grader. Yeah, he is not going to do anything to engage you. You have to have a zombie. Are, Hold yep, on. Yep. Here you go. have to have a zombie third grader. Not only with zero inhibition, you have to have a third grader with pure unadulterated aggression. Yep. Now so we're talking. They still have the physical their physical limitations, but zero prefrontal cortex sort of uh, you know, decision. Disregard making. for safety for sure. Yeah. No yeah. regard for their own well being and they are as aggressive as a human being can be. Because it defeats the purpose if they're if they're eighth graders that don't or eight year olds that don't want to deal with it and they're like they're just gonna timid, stand there and then you just uppercut you just, them. Yeah. yeah. So zombie third graders who are actively trying to attack you. Not think, actual zombies. Think I am legend okay. type mentality. Okay. Well, I still think I could hold my own for sure. Um, I think that it would it would it would get overbearing. Time out. This boy Desi's putting up uh, game stats for those yeah. of you who don't code. Yeah, game says, stats. Uh, all, all of the children want to kill you. They're full aggro, average build, strength and speed. <laughs> yeah. They have the How strength and speed. Out? They have the strength and speed at the full potential of a third grader. So if it's a third grade, you know, uh, it, just imagine you have a thousand third graders, real regular life third graders. They're just ultimately aggressive. They have the so same strength, is, the same speed. What is the the limitation on defeating them? Is it they have to be unconscious? You have to kill them. You have to just knock them down. What is where is the stopping? I say for the win individual. The win, the, I mean, it would have to be death because if it's unconscious, as soon as they come to, they're back at it. Right. They cannot come back. So if you, I think if you knock them unconscious, that counts as a, a little defeat guy. Okay. It could be like a little video game. Yeah. Can you imagine just, I would just start, I feel like punching to the sternum because you, you're knocking the wind out you, and you're not, you're not I risking. Said, I meant to say yes and I said yeet and yeah, I said yeet. yeet. Because if, if you're punching the face, that's the bones in the, in the face are tough. You're risking some some damage to your fist you have to think about longevity of your I dis- body i disagree you disagree i'm going for the jaw yeah it's soft you, it's yeah. cushiony and if you catch the jaw that's death that's literally death that's going to turn their neck yeah. and break their neck yeah and you i would have to start right. throwing some lefts because obviously your right's going to get very yeah. tired oh i'd kick i played college oh, soccer yeah dude, i'd kick remember dog. when you broke it on a side note this man blakeston was it was a 50 50 for a ball out in the open field blakeston tell them what happened we we're playing indoor soccer and the goalie tried to run out and I've learned throughout playing sports, if you don't send it 100%, you will get injured. So we both went to kick the ball. I made contact with the ball probably a millisecond before he did. And then my and he went to kick at the same time. We're running opposite directions. My shin made contact with his shin, and it shattered his shin. It broke his shin. And he was laying Donk there. Donk shin. Yeah, he was laying there holding his leg, 
And it was, I, he was screaming, and I thought he was just being soft. I scored the goal, by the way. The kick broke his shin and simultaneously scored the goal. I just need that. It's a highlight reel that wasn't recorded. And um, I carried him out to the to his car to go to the hospital. Ever since you told me that story, I'm not going to lie, my heart is broken for this man that feels like, I think looked, about you're going to go yep. have some fun playing some mid, like co-ed soccer league, blah, 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 to get your legs shattered. I would I, be yep. pissed. I look back, and I it, they stopped the game. They didn't continue the game anymore. Did you guys win? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I scored a goal by what if breaking down, my shin. What if you were down 4-0 and that was one goal oh, and you end up yeah. forfeiting and losing 4-1 <laughs> and you broke his leg? Yeah, those were the days. Because you won, it was worth it. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, I'm laughing right now because I don't mean that whatsoever. I, no, that, no, my heart not. is broken for that kid because you know that's six months of rehab, maybe operations, like the whole nine yards. Well, let's so. answer the question. How many, how okay. many kids, how many uh, eight-year-olds can we uh, defeat? So here it goes. Here's the stipulations. They are coming out. There's eight. They're eight-year-olds. Mix of boys and girls. One comes out every thirty seconds. They're all, released they every all, thirty seconds. They are full aggression. They want to kill you, but they're average. They have their baseline human speed and strength. But the only thing is, they're max max aggression. Every thirty. So I we play rugby, and physical physical altercations can get exhausting. Yep. I think the first thirty seconds is a long time. If it's they're right on you right away. If imagine if it takes them twenty seconds to run up to you, then then you know. Well, it doesn't matter. Then it'll take the next one twenty seconds too. Yeah, you're smart. So it, um, I I'm think you could you could start hitting up. You could start absolutely demolishing these dudes and get to fifteen or twenty before you're like winded and tired. Yeah. Especially the shape Chase and I are in. We're in pretty good shape. We work out. We, we um have been training for rugby. So I think. Am I in a room with walls? I was imagining open field. Okay, open field. Yeah. Because I was thinking, if I'm in a room with walls, I'm ankle, like, once I get tired, I'm ankle grabbing, swinging head into walls. But Yeet. if that's not an option, I don't know. How heavy is the average eight-year-old? We're I bet getting the, into I, this. I bet the average eight-year-old weighs 60 pounds. I bet they weigh 80 pounds. Fuck, that's a big difference. 58 pounds. 58 pounds, yeah. You are incredible. Yeah, 60, so, so 60, we'll call it 60 me. pounds. I mean, you're gonna have some eighty-pound-year-olds. 80, so, 80, yes, 80, <laughs> 80 you're gonna have some eighty-pounders out there. Yep, I'm. I'm guessing anywhere from twenty to thirty. I think that once you start, I don't know. I I, I need. To I think it. you're being incredibly conservative. I would say, in the ballpark of a hundred. Yeah. I would say in the ballpark because if it's life or death, you're gonna have that adrenaline too. It's the first ten to twenty, it's a one punch. Yeah. First ten to twenty is a fuck. Yeah, a haymaker. Then after you gotta conserve your energy, so it's the one you're punch right, which though, is dude, smart because you punch him in the head, you misplace a punch, your wrist and your hand. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You misplace a punch, and if you don't get him on that first one, you're you're exerting more energy doing yep. some stuff after that. Think about running full speed. If you're in a field, it's grass. Yeah. You're running full speed, and then uh, no, no, fuck a tackle. Oh. Jump up with your legs forward, yeah. flying forward, and right in the face, they're down. Even if even if that doesn't do them in, they're down. That doesn't matter. Oh, think about the atrocity of I'm actually having to finish cleats. off a damn zombie third grader. I'd, my heart, yeah. I'd be like, I probably wouldn't even have the stomach to do that. Yeah, I'd do it. All right, yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, Fine, we might as well. It. Yeah, I'm. If I, I'm putting it at fifty. I think fifty is a good number of. You're getting exhausted after. Yeah, you know, but I don't know. Every thirty seconds, yeah. I think I'm being overzealous. It's more like it's more like thirty. Huh? I think kids are You're stupid. Discounting how smart kids. You might have one smart kid. Yeah. All it takes is one to group them together. He says, "I'm gonna wait." No, the rule. The rule is they're just coming at you every thirty seconds. I thought full aggro means they don't have that rationale. Yeah. But I see it's, what you're unless, saying. Unless we're changing the semantics. See, here we are, semantics. I thought the full aggro just meant they're trying to kill you. Okay. 
full aggression is like seeing red to me it is no holds bar but i think so but it's a give and a take because if we give them some critical thinking that will definitely help in some aspects but it'll take away in some aspects but if they if they join up dude and they come at you i think even eight at once you're probably going to be done so yeah yeah even five think about taking five 60 pounds yeah i don't know i have i have another question well hold on i never answered answer you don't care about my answer answer i think your heart i think you spoke what your heart desires i what is it what is it i think your heart <laughs> tell me your answer well now i have to think of what my answer is there let's is. talk through it all right let's figure it out all right next i well what's your answer um i think it's more than 50 i think 30 seconds is a long time i think i could get through 30 to 40 to 50 off top immediately instantly before i really start to get tired enough to where my first initial move is not going to finish him off yeah you can't word it like that (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ it's not going to incapacitate them is that better you fucking i what i'm looking out for you i don't want you to get canceled you're a prevert Um, all right so my next question i never answered i was still (laughs) talking through you son of a bitch go ahead maybe a hundred yeah, I think Chase has the muscular endurance to be able to figure it out longer than I can. All right. Is that your answer? Final answer? Were you waiting on me? Nope, you're all good. What's next? What's next on Desi the docket? Desi has some good questions up here. I want to read those, but first I have one. I have. Let a, me take a drink actually, and let me go check on my daughter. Okay. Oh, save that question. All right. Let me check, take a drink and go. check on my daughter. Yep. We're hitting that quick pause. Because I'm not done. And uh, here we are. We're going to get a singing intermission from Blixton Bryant. You got enough water? Just kidding. I'm not going to sing. Should I get out too for the to get some rest? But he's getting a, a break and I'm hot. What do I do? All right. Uh, here I come. I'll be right back. And we are back. And Blakeson, I hope you have a good one. This is I hope last. you have a good one. All right. I don't have my answers, but I think it's a good question. Top five people. Okay. All right. You start. And I mean... The, again, the hard part about this is 100% guaranteed that there's people who have done an immense amount of good that I've never heard of or know about and that history doesn't know about in general. I think you're misunderstanding. I think the hard part of this is what does that mean? <laughs> no, that's easy for me. I got okay. top five people. All right, here we go. You start. No, we're starting at five? Number five. At five. Janan Day. Uh, Desi doesn't know who that is. I, I do. Does he need doesn't. to? Uh, describe it to Desi real quick who that person is. Janan Day, for those of you who don't know, is an absolutely beautiful and fantastic, marvelous, wonderful human being who's done more for me probably, not probably, done more for me than my own parents have. Oh, nice. So, this is my ex-BFF's mom. Oh, very much nice. And she calls me her son. Oh, my goodness. And she's lovely and wonderful and kind. And I think she's a witch. She might be a witch with how I've, I have never seen her at full power, but I've seen her... I've seen her do some black magic fuckery that I'm like, well, hold on a okay. second. All right. She's got strings, you guys. She's pulling strings out here in this world. Okay. Love you, Janan. Sorry that you're not higher on the list, but top five. I mean, you that's that's yeah. good, right? No, no, no. We're yeah, we're on the same page. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Five? I yeah. Five? Yeah. I think so. He's he's on the list no matter what. I would just wanted to put him on there. Um I, once I start naming people, he might get moved around. <laughs> But Dwayne the Rock Johnson. This isn't For, this is an organic list. It's it doesn't even matter what the actual subject matter is. Top five people you could think of anything. He's he's on the list. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. 
Hold right, on. We're getting four. a little bit of feedback. <clears throat> Figure it out. And now it's gone. I got okay. electrocuted too, and I, it was me doing something here. Don't touch it. All right, we're good. Okay, we're back. Yeah. I, it, it got it discharges me. it, yeah. It got me. Okay. Oh, and I sound louder. Did you turn it up? Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say right. sound louder too. Okay. Top five people, number Top, four. Number four for me. You know what I should have done, Blakeson? What's that? <laughs> I, I should have been thinking while yeah. you were going. I'm trying to think now, and it's hard to focus. All right, you think and just act like you're listening. It's not important if you are, because as long as the listeners are. <clears throat> I, can't st- I can't do that. Okay. I have to listen and have stupid number four, things number to four, say. Number four, number four, number four. One person comes to mind initially. Uh, uh, actually, two people just came to mind. I'm going to go with Marie Curie. Marie Curie? Carrie? Marie- Mar- Mariah Carey. <laughs> Not Mariah Carey. Okay. Marie Carey. Who, 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 what? Oh, Mercury. That's a different thing. We're talking about people. I think you're thinking of something different. Okay. She was a chemist. Desi, was she a chemist? Did she discover, did she discover the, the structure of DNA? Curie? I think C-U-R-I-E. Curie. I think she created the Keurig. She was either a chemist or a biologist. What'd she do? Discovery of radium treatments to cancer that's not who i thought that was a fascinating woman absolutely deserves all the accolades can i take it back <laughs> all right. i'm sorry miss curie but i take it back all right no four. offense because this is incredibly objective number four subjective sorry those are words this is exclusively subjective number four louis pasteur i pick louis pasteur you know chase is smart he's picking i got a good one <laughs> what do you mean? Was mine not good? I don't know who Think that about is. List of accomplishments for Louis Pasteur. Look this shit up, Desi. Tell me this man was not incredible. Okay. Have you ever heard of pasteurization? Yes. Invented it. <laughs> Discovered it. Whatever you want to say. Yeah, is that too. I think I think Louis Pasteur was the one who was like told the doctors you should probably be washing your hands before you do operations because. All right, we're taking have... too long in between in between people. I think. I don't think so. All right, then what is it? Who is it? I think we're taking just enough time. This is way too much this motherfucker done. Yeah, he did all a right. lot of stuff. He did Look a lot him of stuff. He's, Google yeah, him. He's a Wikipedia. Good one. Yeah, all right. Blakeston, number four. Napoleon Bonaparte. Okay. Why? I'm short, and he's a short king that made it. He made that shit happen. He's very short, he, and he was incredibly prominent and powerful. He paved the way for the five fours. He paved the way for me, if we're being honest. So. 100% might be even higher on the list, but he's it. He'd have to get a step stool, <laughs> but a teen. He's you went sort of opposite ends of the spectrum there. You went the rock, who's I think six five, six four, six five, down to Napoleon uh, Bonaparte. The list is what you make it, my friend. That's true. Number three, number three for you. You didn't like my my Louis Pasteur, and I was I picking thought... people way too above my intellectual, okay, intellectual abilities. Okay, it's it's honestly it's patronizing, Michael Phelps. That's a good one. I did That's it. That's a good one, dude. I don't agree with it at all, but he came to mind, and I, I was looking at this tub of water, this ice bath that's out in front of me right now, and I thought about swimming, and I thought about Michael Phelps, and I said it out loud, and I should not have done that. Well, then pick your number three. You your number three. Your... I'm sticking with it. Which one? Michael Phelps. Well done. Um, <clears throat> I couldn't agree with you more. Thank you, sir. He won how many medals in one? I picked somebody who I actually gave a lot of thought into and tried to have good reasons, and you disregarded it. I picked Michael Phelps I for didn't no reason. It. I don't know who he is, and it makes me feel insecure. <laughs> you don't have to know. I'm sure there's plenty of people who you know that I don't. I can't think of anyone that I know, <laughs> let alone someone you don't know. God damn it. All right. Number, <laughs> number three. Big drink of water. Number three. 
is on my list is the person after the number four when I think of them. <clears throat> All right. Jordan Francis. Yes. He's a top 10 person for sure. He didn't make, yeah. he didn't quite, he didn't quite crack the top five for me. Yeah. He's a top 10 person for sure. Jordan Francis is my cousin. Um, he's, uh, my favorite family member. Um, the family member. If we're being honest, he's the only family member that you actually fucks with. Yeah. Uh, I, he, he, I function with him the most for sure. Um, he is, lives out in, lives out in California and I am, uh, going to visit him for thanksgiving so um yeah he's pretty he's pretty righteous in about every facet he's a top 10 family member for you he's a top 10 human being in <laughs> yeah. the world for me he's a top five five yeah even better he's actually he's top a top three, three. <laughs> yeah yeah maybe top two depending on if i can think of good people for my two and three two and one okay all right jordan francis mm. shouts out i haven't seen this person in a long time but looking back over my my years growing up through middle school and high school. And just so you guys know, set, setting the setting for you here, it's 150 degrees in the sauna and I'm on my last leg. I'm incredibly exhausted and dehydrated. All right. Okay. Who is it? My heart is pounding. He's in um, Shout to, and she may become president one day. I don't, I, I honestly don't know what her profession is right now, but her name is Grace Kane. She was the valedictorian for 2011 Parkville, co-valedictorian, if we're being honest, because we had two of these uh, two of these genius type people. But looking back over my years in, in middle school and high school, she was incredibly kind and patient and lovely and even funny if you, if you got her to say something out loud, she was super quiet. Uh, but on top of that, she's just an absolute rock star genius. So Grace Kane, whatever you're doing this day and age, um, I hope you're getting all the things in this life that you deserve. Was good, that Good one. Was that my number three? That was your number three. That no, was, that was your number two. Okay. You already did your number three. Grace Kane, number two. Number three is Michael Phillips. Almost me, but Michael Phillips. <clears throat> number two, <clears throat> I found a loophole. The uh, Blakeston Bryant household. Chase, the Chase Higgins, uh, Jamie Dever, and the uh, Izzy Folks. Fuka Fuka. Fuka Fuka. The household from which I live and reside. Chase Higgins obviously is on my list, but I wanted to include Jamie and Izzy because they are two really awesome people that... I've lived with me for the past couple months, and it's been an incredible experience. Izzy will be uh, featured on our next episode, actually, so stay tuned. I like that. An entire household. Yep. So we're doing groups of people, which I didn't know. You cheating bitch. I'm not cheating. I'm just, uh, I cheated. Adapting. Yep. And overcoming. You're getting away with what you can get away with. If you guys hear some banging around my five-year-old daughters on the outside of the glass, I, you probably won't even be able to hear it. Yeah. And if you want, I can beat her up for you guys, whatever you need. This will be a warm-up for the eight-year-olds. She's yes, only sir. five. And your number one. This is a lot of pressure. Yeah. And I have to get through this. And I have to, I'm not going to get out until I come up with one because I am going to pass out. All right. Who, who, um, who's your number one? I don't know who mine is, so that helps. <laughs> who? I'm trying to think of somebody who's done like just an immense amount of good. Who stands up to the man? Who stands up to the Illuminati? Who speaks out about this shit? Alex Jones. You could. <laughs> Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you do some cliche, like, I mean, yeah, I guess that is, that is what Nelson Mandela. Yeah. He's the first one that comes That's to mind. One, dude. No, Violet, leave that close. This man, Nelson Mandela fought against apartheid South Africa. I mean, what else can a man do? Yeah. My God. Yeah. Blakeston. Uh, Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah. 
Aaron Donald, an absolute unit of a man. He got cheated out of Defensive Player of the Year for the fourth year in a row or something to that effect. No, he won Absolutely. it within the past four years. He won it three three years in a row. Should have had it four years in a row is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I see what you yep. mean. He is an absolute well, hold on. behemoth of a man. They thought he was too small when he entered the NFL to play that position. Who, who, who won Defensive Player of the Year? That year, I it was either last year or the year before. I pr- believe it was J.J. Watt or someone like that. I don't know for or T.J. Watt. Um, it might have been T.J. Watt. Out of obligation, out of like this is probably a pretty good guy. Out of he's very good too. Yeah, um, he is. I think that they just got tired. They probably got scared of having Aaron Donald take the trophy too many times, and they just they were they didn't want to give him too much power within the NFL. Is my assumption. I made that up just now. So that's a theory. <clears throat> yeah, Aaron Donald made the number one. Aaron Donald is he a good man? <laughs> What do you know about him? Um, that he does not put up with nothing. He will take your helmet off and smash it against your head if you mess with him. I wouldn't say that's an admirable trait, but yeah. Depends on what you value. Depends on what you value. Yeah. Uh, he's just a unit, and I respect it. I respect his gangster. That's true, because he's only five foot ten. To be a defensive lineman, let alone a defensive end at five foot ten, maybe that weighs what, getting, like 240? He's getting double, triple teamed every game. Yeah. Yep. yep. He's All a right. beast. Yep. All right, that's our top nice. ten, top five people. Quite the gamut. This was, yeah, quite the Queen's Gambit, you know? That's another different word. We are um, Jason Blakeston, and this was well thought out. We are sitting, just for those of you not, not if you're just listening and not watching, we are sitting in a 150-degree sauna, and we are literally soaked. That's not an exaggeration. I could go outside of this. Uh, go watch the YouTube video. You'll yeah. see when I step out of the sauna... Uh, you'll see me wring out my shirt and take my shirt off in the whole nine yards. Uh, Desi, can you get Blakeston's phone and start recording this little uh, exit so we can transition flawlessly into the cold tubs? For those of you just listening, love you all to death. Thanks, take, guys. Take care of yourself. Yep. Try to become better people. Yep. Be mindful of why you're doing what you're doing. Exactly what he just said. I agree with all of it tenfold. All right, we're going to go get in the cold. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna strip down and get in the cold bath. One second. Let me uh, put this mic up. Yep, okay. I'm going to also do... Oh, my God. I got electrocuted. Don't worry about that. Watch out, Vi. Scoot back. Violet, get away. Go. Violet, get back. There you go, girl. I'm going to take my socks off and look at it. Your sockies? Yeah, just because I don't want them to be... Oh, wait. Oh, snap. You got attacked. Just because it's hot, it can't even hold shape because the springs are getting too hot. I guarantee that's what it is. Here, put it all the way out of the way. There we go. One second. Stripping off my pants. Nice Puma pants. Oh, they're Hurley. Oh, my unders. All right. You ready, friend? Let's do it. Let's do it. Listen, once again, you guys, this has been strictly an opinion. This is an op-ed. Yeah. You understand? And we're well fucking thought out. And we don't know anything more than you do, but what we do know is that we can share our goddamn opinions. We're grown-ass men, and we're doing what we can to express our opinions. F yeah. None of this is a prescription. All of this is anecdotal. All of this is what has worked for us and us trying to sort through this mess that we call life. And when I said F yeah just now, that's short for fuck yeah. Love you. Bye. See ya.